0: hi i'm justin and i'm the dungeon master for into the dungeon you have found our podcast and we're so glad that you're here now the best way you can support us is by writing a review liking and subscribing and telling your friends it's the best way that we can get noticed on all of the major uh, podcast platforms so now that you're here please sit back relax and enjoy the show Today I am joined for the first time by Greg and another one of our fellow players, Ashley. Today nope. we'll kind of be a twofer as we didn't get a chance to do the dungeon chat for episode 5, Arrival at Belgard, Which is fine because the last two sessions seem like part A and part B anyways. Can't wait to play part C soon on March 8th on twitch.tv slash intothedungeon. First, before we get into the dungeon questions, we have a little tip for you out there. I think today will be our first player tip as opposed to a DM tip. And I've been playing a wizard, so I'll give you a wizarding tip. If you're playing a wizard and are having difficulty finding scrolls or are lacking in funds to copy said scrolls into your spellbook, enemy wizards usually carry their own spellbook or have it in their lair or wherever they come from. Since their spells are already copied down, all you need to do is loot the book off of them and memorize your spells for each day out of two severed books. All right, now let's get. it. Is into such a, a thing possible? Um. Yeah, it is actually. Like, all you need as a wizard is a book that has spells in it, and that's you just memorize from there. So, if you find Honestly, another spell book, you just have a whole new set of spells. For.
1: That is super interesting. The thought never occurred to me to. Uh... It's not like they require attunement or anything, right? So no, I guess that's.
0: An- as, as long as you have it, you just have access to those spells. Wow. So,
2: what you're saying is we're going to go rob a library for tax.
0: No, she's chaotic good. No, I'm just putting it out there as something people forget.
2: If it could help people, it would be a good thing.
0: But we can't steal. That's not helping people. <laughs> Maybe if we find someone we deem as evil, I'll be alright with it.
1: Mm, right, yeah.
0: Like if they attack us first. Then, then I can take their, their book. All right, so we're going to skip those questions there, and we're going to start so off by... If a guard
2: attacked you... Wait, what? If a guard attacked you and you had to fight back to defend yourself?
0: Well, guards typically don't have... Well, I can, these guards do, actually. They have plenty of magic. <laughs>
2: yep.
1: These are highly capable guards.
0: They really are. They, they uh, attack It's a military talent. The
2: They'll attack you right off
0: yeah I feel <laughs> so uh we're, we're not gonna try and game the, the world just yet we'll, we'll get a second magic or a second uh, wizard's spell book eventually i'm sure ashley we're gonna start with questions for you cool so the first question is actually from kyle what mm-hmm. does denim think of the arcanum now that they've revealed to him he possesses magic does that change his outlook on the establishment or the fae or who use magic?
2: So Dyham doesn't dislike magic users. Um, I mean, obviously he, he gave Tack a gift. <laughs> you know, he's right. He's fine. He's fine with magic. He wasn't expecting to have it. Um, is what freaked him out. and he thought it was because of the red cat bite. So he was thinking it was something bad. So he's um, he he has no uh, harsh thoughts about people that use magic. So it, it it doesn't really change anything.
0: Gotcha. It just it just freaked him out. Yeah. And drunk denim is even more freaked out.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. The next all the rest questions are from me. Uh first up, will Dinum and Hephaestia ever completely reconcile their differences or will it, will it be best frenemies forever?
2: Well, um I was trying to uh reconcile some differences by, you know, showing up all concern for her well-being and uh I think I just made her even madder at me. So. <laughs> Not sure what happened there.
0: Well, denim is trying. I think that's the important thing. Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> denim. Denim's trying. He he cares about the safety and well-being of the people that he's traveling with, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't completely agree with them on everything. Well, that's
0: really good. I think I have a que- do. I have a question for Greg on that. No, yeah, we do. We do. Do we have a question about that? So I won't. Greg, feel free to like. Pipe in, and if, if you feel like there's something relevant that you can bring up in the middle of her questions, because she can oh, get... do I
1: interject on any of those? Yeah, um, you
0: can if you want. I mean, she's going to interject on your questions.
1: Uh, well, Denim, Denim doesn't. Uh, Denim shouldn't know why Hephaestus is mad at her because it's a backstory thing that Hephaestus hasn't revealed. So uh, oh, yeah, perfect, perfectly reasonable for uh, there to be confusion about why there's uh, there's anger.
0: Did actually? Did you even know that?
2: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She mentioned it after the game. Um, When we were playing, I kind of assumed it was... I I showed up super concerned about her while there's, you know, people, dead people being pulled out of a house fire. (laughs) And she's fine, clearly. I thought she was upset that, you know, I was jumping into a situation just out of the blue like that. Um, (laughs) But yeah.
0: Denim last session, just... Made all the wrong decisions and nothing bad happened to him. It was just great.
2: It was wonderful.
0: <laughs> Alright, so within the last two sessions, Denim has become more brotastic, as it were. Was this intentional or did it just naturally grow out of the alcohol roleplay? The drunken roleplay?
2: Um. Uh oh, I hurt myself a bit. Um. You know i think it was both accidental and just kind of grew out of it uh it it, that last game was really fun just getting to pretend to be drunk and then you know (laughs) all of us just not really having any idea what we were doing at all the (laughs) entire game
0: it it was just react everybody was just reacting the dm was reacting to us we were reacting to our mistakes and our bad roles like the first half of that session I don't think we rolled higher than a 12. Anybody. Anybody in the group. (laughs) Cool. I'm glad you had fun with it. I'm glad you had fun just being drunk centaur man. It was so fun. Charging over... Jumping over walls and charging through guards. Oh, yeah. All right. Having fought... Speaking of which, having fought multiple guards to save your friends, have you thought about how Denim will react when Hekate tells him Sandro abandoned her?
2: Um... Well, Denim's pretty shocked that uh, Hikate drew a drew her blade on the guards, because Denim didn't really fight him. He was just, you know, running from him.
1: Mm -hmm. Really sounds like she got Uh, what she deserved there. I don't know. (laughs) Oh,
0: no. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Denim's kind of.
1: Is that the spice you take? That when you stab a guard, you get arrested?
0: Well, I mean, I just didn't know if we're taking her side. Like, hey, maybe. You know she made a mistake or if we're like yeah no sandro was right to just walk away i don't know what the group is uh deciding on that <laughs> I think oh he just... made
1: a in a foreign's eyes he made a wise tactical decision
2: <laughs> yeah okay yeah, yeah now um didham is gonna be very concerned that um hakate thought that was what he wanted someone to do for him um Cause, yeah, Denim wasn't fighting him. He he wasn't fighting. He was just like, I have to get through you. Right. It, it was just...
0: It was more of, I see a fire. I think my friends are over there. I'm also very drunk. Um, yeah. Not realizing I'm, you know, stumbling through you guys. I just, I'm focused. I'm focused on... Yeah, yeah. I'm drunk focused.
2: Yeah, Denim was never going to mm. attack the guards, except to, you know... Maybe break a break a grapple if he had to. But, you know, it's... Um, he, he was just trying to get past them. Um, so he's he's a bit concerned that Hakate is uh, kind of stabby and knows some shady people that get themselves killed when they talk to non-shady people. Um, R.I.P. Jerry, but...
0: <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. I... R.I.P. Jerry, I I I gotta say I don't know what you're talking. I I missed that entirely. Who's
2: Jerry? Um, when we were in uh, Crossroads, uh, like the first game. Um, oh, that's
0: yeah. I wasn't there for the first game.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hakate was like, oh, I know someone here that can help us. Oh, oh.
1: no, I don't remember him. Yeah, Black Market dude. Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I gotta hear this story. What what happened?
2: They oh, went for information and. I guess he gave them some information, and then later on, we came back to see if we could talk to him again, and we found him with his throat slit.
1: Yeah, he was a he was a loose end. He
0: got tied up. Oh, the blades must have done that, yeah. or at least that's what's implied. I I guess. Yeah, yeah. So th- this was the game that w- the one game that was not streamed, correct?
2: Oh yeah, I guess that would have been.
0: Yeah. So no. So. I guess I'm coming at this thing happening like any uh, viewer would. Yeah, I guess I I missed that entirely. Oh my gosh. We gotta go back to the... I'm excited to get back and start dealing with the the rest of the Blades and all that. Um, The
2: rest of the Blades? We wiped them out. Are
0: you sure? I'm sure we kicked their teeth in, but I don't know if we wiped them out.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm sure they've moved on to a smaller, less well-protected town, so I'm sure Crossroads is fine, at least.
0: At the very least.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, so this next question is is my one self-indulgent question for the day. I'm ecstatic about the gift that Denim gave to Tack. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to really roleplay it out f- last session because... I think everybody was kind of in a... At least definitely Tack was in a state of shock of what's going yeah. on. Um, I'm still brainstorming on a bunch of things of how to use it, since I don't have pre- prestigious I can't ever say this spell.
1: Prestidig... Prestidiv- yes, I don't
0: have that one. I didn't take it because I can't say it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I have some ideas. What are your thoughts on denim having magical tattoos?
2: Like a living spell book?
0: Um, there's, I mean, of course, this is a conversation to have with Justin around, but um, you know, I, I have kind of shot ideas at him in the past about, you know, like tattoos that act as scrolls. Like if you're about to get hit, you know, you have you just read the tattoo off of your arm or whatever, and you can cast shield and you know block Ooh. the damage or something. Um, of course, the way s- scrolls work, they kind of you know, could deal damage to you anyway, but um, it's mm-hmm. definitely an idea I've played with, um, and since it's invisible ink, you know, there's probably ways we could homebrew up, you know, your denim's magical ability, like, he can just make it appear on his hand at will, or, you mm-hmm. know, and keep, and keep it hidden whenever he's around, so you don't, he doesn't look can like a big text. Can barbarians use
2: scrolls when they're raging? Uh, like, no. Yeah.
0: But... Doesn't mean it's not useful. There's that's true. Plenty yeah. of uses outside of combat. Um, There's a lot of
1: good abjuration spells that stick on you that you get a... Uh,
0: cast. Then from. rage. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, those are just the thoughts. Obviously, we got to go talk to Big Man Justin about it.
2: Yeah, that's definitely interesting. Good, Greg.
0: Your it's your first dungeon chat. Welcome.
1: Yeah. What do you want to talk? talk about on here i'm just kidding i've listened to a few of them um, or one of them
0: <laughs> i i think i've listened to all of them maybe oh i think 13. i'm missing one.
1: Oh, i should have listened to all of them i've been really busy work though, so.
0: there's there's a few times i think we brought you up and like dropped some like we were hoping you'd hear it i don't think you've listened to a few of them but oh my god
1: <laughs> and i haven't been there to defend myself
0: you haven't you haven't well, first questions from me: What is what was the inspiration for Foran?
1: Oh man, that must have been a really old question. Uh, I mean, it's really hard not to to uh, play a fearbold druid.
0: <laughs> it is. It is a, <laughs> me- a meta combination. If you're,
1: gonna, if you're gonna play a fearbold druid, just the way to go.
0: Well, I mean, I guess, I guess to clarify, like, what was the inspiration for his characteristics? Like, not just like druid fearful mm-hmm. background like like was there something you were basing it off of as far as um you know just his, oh, I mean, his character like the, how he acts well
1: i've read a lot of uh wiki articles about uh druids and they i mean not druids fear so they man i hear a really bad echo sorry oh my bad that's not recording it well it'll probably record me saying that uh I've read a lot of uh, the wiki art because man, I can get that go really bad. <laughs> uh,
2: I'll
0: mute. I'll mute while you're talking. Okay.
1: Oh man, that's perfect. Okay, now I'm gonna get it out finally. Uh, I, I read a lot of wiki articles about uh, fear bugs, and they seem to go by a strict code. And my character is trying to uh, follow through with that the best way possible. I want him to be affiliated with a Feywild. He's not really inspired by any character in particular. But I was definitely fond of um sort of like the uh caretaker, sort of symbiotic nature that Feribulks seem to have, uh symbiotic nature that druids share. I think that's why they probably go so good together. And uh I oh, don't know, I also didn't want it to be like a normal druid, like it was uh uh like um I don't know, some wandering wild man in the woods. I kind of wanted him to be more uh, clean-kept or whatever. So, you know, my thought was like, okay, well, if I'm not going to have some guy out in the woods that lives off of rabbit meat and berries, uh, what sort of jobs would he do that would put him on part of a society? And then you find out that, oh, fear book societies have a pretty diverse range of roles. And uh, druids themselves, at least in older editions, it seemed like they were a lot more selective, right? I think, um, man, my... Uh, my knowledge of druids in older editions is really limited, but I think there used to be like uh, like you couldn't. There could only be like one druid of a certain level, uh, and uh, through you know um, the older editions, it seemed like powerful druids were somewhat of a rarity. And I was thinking, well, what sort of uh, what sort of ties would you have to well, create that sort of rare bond to nature? And uh, that's why. Uh, he serves Titania.
0: Yeah, older editions. I think you had to have like a minimum sixteen or eighteen wisdom in order to even be allowed to play a druid, because druids were kind of like a, a version of a cleric. At yeah. b- uh, definitely in second edition, and in, in the way they were they were played, mm-hmm. and even in editions before that, like you had to have several levels of like fighter and priest together or something in order That's to kind really of be weird. considered a druid. And in order to become an archdruid, you had to – like the only way you could get to get to level 15 is you had to make, level up to level 14, then kill the one archdruid in the DM's world, wow. then you could level past level 15. It, it was crazy.
1: And I kind of like that to an extent. If I be utilized uh, better multi-classing options for spellcasters, it'd be something I'd be interested with, right? Because then you have to decide, like, oh, do I want to be the druid, or are there more diversified options? Maybe I take 14 levels in druid, and then 6 levels in wizard, and it gives you some sort of a hybridization that actually scales well. Uh, just to like the uh, the prerequisites nature that was uh, in, in older editions for uh, specialized classes.
2: Greg, I would love for you to have to explain to the group why they should help you kill someone. Level up. <laughs> well, I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't want to do that in in five e. I don't think five e has uh, good options for spellcasters uh, to to sort of hybridize into. Right? I think like you could you could have uh, these options where you would go fourteen or you know like ten fighter, ten wizard. I don't know if that's an actual split for it to do like you know the sort of gish uh, class that um, wasn't. You know a uh, a singular tree from wizard to gish or fire to gish it's like you had to have blank levels of this blank levels to this and then it gave you this and it had its own sort of options and abilities which was cool
0: yeah that was cool but I actually is right i really would like to hear how foreign explains to us i need to kill somebody
1: uh, he wouldn't i mean not unless it was a bad person
0: that's what I'm saying. Like it's just so out of character. Like, but like it would be forced to happen in the game mechanics if that still existed in fifth edition. Yeah. Like I'm a good guy, but in order for me to stay level with you, I have to kill this man.
1: Terrible. <laughs> I just wouldn't level up, I guess. I <laughs> that's it's
0: what you'd have to do. You'd be like, "Well, I'm stuck <laughs> at level five, guys. Good well, luck that's at not level my character. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So let's see. Oh, that was only the first question. Next question from me. Do you practice your rhyming outside of game? Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: yep. (laughs) I thought that
0: question would last a little longer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have... uh, I'm I'm still not even that great at it, but I have poetry books. Uh, Not not like I'm some poetry savant, right? But uh, one of the reasons I... I, uh, keep up the rhyme scheme while i'm playing i gotta keep, keep trying to explain my vocabulary while i'm playing i have a couple of uh poetry books just to, like an accumulation of the most popular poems by the most popular poets and uh it's actually in the D and D bag i don't really break it out while we're um or playing i think the very first couple of sessions i read it a few times before uh starting but um yeah that and i guess just listen to rap constantly and that's the way to do it <laughs>
0: There it is. That's the multi-class uh, bard and druid, so he can Definitely rap can. while we fight. <laughs> do you, I can
1: do that as a druid.
0: Do do you do you find that the rhyming actually makes you like go quiet sometimes because you don't have a rhyme prepared?
1: Occasionally, uh, sometimes so, sometimes it's hard to respond. I think I've got caught like twice uh, where I was going to try to say something, but I I for the love of. Titania, I couldn't think of anything to, uh, to rhyme it with. So, um, not usually though, a lot of times whenever we're talking, it's just, uh, if anybody wants to play a character that only speaks in rhyme, uh, the key is just don't speak first, ever. You just let somebody else answer. You don't, don't be, it helps to not be a bard, right? If I was a bard, I would be the face of the party. I'd be talking to people constantly, but because I'm not, I'm more of a reserved watcher, right? I have time to, like, preload my responses, which is, I think, pretty natural.
0: Yeah, I think another trick that I that I can hear you using is longer sentences. Say it slowly.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, sure, yeah. I probably should be. I'm playing a fear bug. They big. It's a uh, not too unusual to see big giant kin-looking folks speaking uh, in uh, in booming or deep voices. <laughs>
0: Alright, so next question. Uh, Foreign is a rather forgiving and jolly fellow, which is why the, him murdering somebody or asking us to murder was just hilarious. Um, and he loves for everyone to get along. If Denim and Hephaestia ever actually got into a fight for whatever that reason you said, um, what would Foreign do?
1: He would probably break up the fight. That's that's the easiest thing to do, right? The I
0: mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a barbarian centaur and a... And a ranger yeah. that can poof away um, I, I feel like that whole fight would just be hefestia trying to keep trying to kite and as soon as didham gets in range it just <laughs> dead
1: <laughs> perhaps i uh i mean hefestia isn't uh she's a ranger right she's not a wizard so she can take a couple hits i guess it depends uh how evasive she ends up being in the future uh, she'll she'll get a one one free uh, escape card right from Misty Stepping.
0: Yeah, and, I, I, um, I'm curious how that fight would go now because Denim's gonna get really, from what I understand of your build, Ashley, he's gonna get yes. really fast.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's just, I guess it's a matter of because the Horizon I, Walker stuff is all about poofing and teleporting. I wonder. I, I
2: just don't think Denim would ever. Get so angry at Hephaestia that he wanted to like kill her. I feel like it'd be the other way around, so it would mostly be me trying to run away from Hephaestia after accidentally pissing her off.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I can see that. Character-wise, that makes sense. I was just thinking of yeah. like a one-on-one. Like, how would this? Yeah, yeah. How would this turn out?
1: Yeah, I don't think they would fight either. But um, I mean, basically, it's it's like almost like a hit die versus each other, right? And whatever sort of... Raging isn't going to help um, resistances, because all of Hephaestia's damage is force damage now.
0: Um, oh, really?
1: Yeah. That's so, nasty. it's just gonna be HP full and hit die versus HP full and hit die, but Hephaestia does have a Hunter's Mark um, to add another d6 on top of it. And then... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would go. If um, <laughs> uh, It would be fun to, to, do, to do that on a spread but um, I don't see any reason for them to fight in general. And Warren okay, would do his best to break it up. Probably throw a fog cloud out. Number number one, first round of combat. Uh, nobody be able to see each other. Can't
0: attack each other very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that this group tends to get along and not want to fight each other. Because I've been in those groups and they don't end well. I think Ashley oh, got close to being in one of those groups where PvP happened, but.
2: Oh boy, are you talking about? Uh...
0: <laughs> shh! <laughs> no! No! Shh.
2: Don't, I don't think I was there that day. don't talk about that.
0: <laughs> Alright, next question. So, feel free to decline this this question, Greg. Um, but yeah. when I make characters, I often create the character, and after a session or two, I start to imagine where they will go and what they will become by the time they're level 20. Like, you know, when they're getting, like, after the final whatever happens and they're getting ready to retire, what do you imagine Foran will be doing when he is at the end of this campaign when he's level 20? Like, how, do, how does he look? Is he, like you know, beat up and like gritty, or is he just like <laughs> as happy as he started?
1: Oh man. Uh I think Forain's goal, uh, for end of campaign is uh to create a place where everyone can live happily and uh potentially adhere to the to the Fear Bold code, which would include starting his own grove and it's probably going to um it has to be symbolic right uh, if your uh Frank's really against the uh industrialization of uh the Thandelin empire sort of coming in and modernizing everything so ideally there's some sort of corrupt um uh Foreign, but not not foreign, but you know, like uh, <laughs> um, hilarious. Out of out of Oh man, I'm I'm messing myself up with my character's name. It's uh, some sort of some sort of enemy that he can wipe out, and then um, build his own grove on top of the the remains as a, as a symbol to anybody who might try to to press him further. That's so, terrifying. Are, are you Art trying of, Art... to
0: destroy the Thendarran Empire?
1: Uh, softly yeah
0: through soft power like not not kill it with
1: oh yeah right but i mean if uh i could definitely see level 20 almost like uh the gentle conqueror, just going by and overgrowing uh you know nature all around them until everyone has to uh abandon all semblances of industrialization and uh, revert to a more natural form of life
0: that's really you know, actually There's cool. an
2: entire like savage waste north of all this that could use some overgrowth. I bet.
1: Mm, there's a. That man, would be I
2: less terrifying.
1: I have to, I have a, a some hermit secret options that I'm that I'm hoping uh, our DM will let me take part in because one of them would be perfect for uh, for ends in game.
0: Huh. Well, I, that sounds really cool, and I—I I, I think I said a few things, but I was muted. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see that for sure. Just how that how that affects the map. Um, I
1: wonder. Uh, I don't know. What? We'll see. We'll see what Tack thinks about technology and advancement versus the natural order. Maybe uh, Tack would be on Ferain's side. Maybe she wouldn't. <laughs> well,
0: I would say Tack's like somewhere in the middle because she doesn't technically use technology. She's just like I want to use magic and. It's not natural either. It's not natural, but it's also not industrial. Magic
1: is normal as the air we breathe.
0: Well, I think we're gonna get along just fine.
2: (laughs) So, what does uh, what what are you planning for TAC for later on? What does she like?
0: Um. Well, uh, end level. Um. There's a spell that I'm really excited about. Um. It's called Ish. true polymorph. Um, if, <laughs> if you you can turn yourself into another creature, you're at equal level of. But if you concentrate it on for an hour and you don't get broken out of it, that becomes that form becomes your real form. Um, and I am pre- looking at different dragon miniatures to paint Jeez. pink. If that what? tells. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. That makes- Tack won't be okay. so small anymore.
2: Wow, I sure am glad I'm making friends with her before she's a dragon.
0: <laughs> no, that's This is the uh, plan. That's that's the plan. We'll see if, if we make probably... it. We have to make you it you to should... least level 17 for that to even happen, so
1: good luck. All right. Wait, dragons, uh, do all dragons have... Access to, or is it is at least uh, one that you can true polymorph into. Is that is that CR based? Like uh, it like, is
0: CR is based, zero? and there there is some okay. that are. So are able- there
1: dragons level CR twenty or below that have access to polymorph as a spell, so that you can polymorph from a dragon back to tack if you just want to make
0: appearances? I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, it, it's it says. I mean, as long as I can cast spells and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm and oh dragons can typically speak and change into things and I, it, I'm true polymorph hey, I will didn't... not be a problem.
2: <laughs> What's the speed of a dragon?
0: Uh, the, which which than... dragon? I the the flight speed can get if I remember off the top of my head, I think there was one that had 120 flight speed. I could be wrong. I think it might be 70 or 80. Mm-hmm.
2: That upsets me.
0: I'm sorry. Oh my god, that's, that's level Dude. like 17 though. Like we you'll have so much more speed. You'll be faster than most airplanes by that point.
1: Oh my god. If Foren has been calling Tack Little Hat for the longest time, does Foreign get to be Little Hat when you're a dragon? <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We have, Are
2: dragons any more legal than kobolds are? Uh,
0: we'll, we'll find out. We have 14 levels to go. and <laughs> Well,
2: they are put this, in prison. At
0: this rate, it'll be two more years before we even have this conversation again. Sure. I think it's fair to say dragons make their own rules. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Pretty also, hi Justin. So.
2: Welcome.
0: Gosh, that threw me off. Um, leave
2: <laughs> again? You just like pop in and then leave? I think he's
0: muted. Um. All right, so let's see. Next question. So last the campaign that I ran um, at the very end of it, I know Megan had you know had her character have a romance with an NPC, and um, you guys had also both played a, during the evil, like, one-shots, you two had, a, you and Megan had played a married Hey, you made it to the break. We really appreciate you sticking around this long. Don't forget, if you've been around this long, you might as well go ahead and give us that like, or that subscribe, or, you know, just tell your friends about it. It goes a long way towards helping us grow the podcast. Anyways, that's all. Enjoy the rest of the show we're back everything's okay. back we had technical difficulties i think we streamed the te- technical difficulties okay as i was saying uh, you guys played a married couple um you are both fey creatures did you guys have any plans for forin and Hephaestia as far as like to role play out any romance or anything or was that like off the table
1: um, I think she keeps hitting on me in-game, right? I know, that's what I'm <laughs> saying.
0: It's
2: adorable. Um,
1: uh, I, I, uh, I guess so. We, we always want to, um, because we're a couple in real life, we want to... That certainly uh, makes it
0: easier and not awkward. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> hmm, maybe.
0: <laughs> it makes it less awkward for everyone around you, at least.
1: I'm, I'm really awkward. I've forgotten how to, uh... You, <laughs> how, how to flirt at this point. Uh, bless, bless my heart. I'm trying. Um, yeah, and then I have to pretend like I don't know her already. You know? That's fun.
0: Yeah, I, also, I mean, do you even know, Have you? did you ever learn how to flirt? Because, I mean, you two have been together since, you know...
1: Well, this is personal information. All right. It's <laughs> sorry. been a long
0: time. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I'll stop there. So All right.
2: Speaking of things being awkward, Creed, how awkward was it to... Play the NPC that Megan was romancing in your last game.
0: It wasn't so bad, um, you know. It's have just... you have you seen that man
1: in real life? I want a romance. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm I appreciate it, Greg. Thank you. Nice. Um, I'm flattered. Your it really wasn't that awkward. Um, mostly because I've roleplayed romances out in my D and D experience. It's really not as awkward as long as everyone is just like you gotta have like be professional about it you know what i mean um yeah if everyone's cool with it and you talk about it off i mean if we're streaming obviously you talk about it before off screen but it's really not that bad and if anything gets you know like a kiss or anything you don't really like role play that out it's just kind of like you fade to black like oh you guys go to the room and that's that think about what you want to think about don't tell me you know that sort of thing (laughs) so all right let me bring back up my question. That's, questions. that's how... um, We're 34 minutes into this. I did have some questions for Justin if he wants to pipe in, if everyone's cool with that.
1: Do you cut audio or anything? Whatever stuff just, just uh, messes right on up?
0: Um, That's probably what Justin will do. Um, oh, okay. but he rip, rip Justin. Justin, would you like to do your questions, or do you want to just call it?
2: Justin's a robot right now. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. You're, you're. This is not gonna happen. I gotta mute him. Okay. I had him muted
1: for a long time.
0: <laughs> he is very not um, quality for the stream. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming. Did you guys have any questions that you... Anything else you wanted to say before we uh, end the stream?
1: That was really quick. I have a question, though. Uh, something that uh, Justin did the stream was really, really fun. <laughs> Whenever you were uh, Mage Hand, it's suspended up in the air with your, uh, with your dark crystal acting as a spotlight, <laughs> uh, sort of like a, a little uh, mobile uh, gum-sized airplane, and... Uh, we had a couple, you know, we had Denim and Tefestia, and I have to hecate and uh, we and we had other party members on the ground right, and we were expecting to meet up at some point uh, were you as, as shocked as I was whenever uh, it turned out that the description from afar ended up being two guards instead I thought it was such a, like a, it was almost a poetic turn of phrase the way Justin uh, fooled me into thinking that it was our party members meeting back up
0: Oh no, he he really effectively communicated that. Oh yeah, I found them. Oh gosh, no I didn't. Turn around. <laughs> Turn around, run. Get out of here. <laughs> um right, so I wish I was thinking on my feet. I would have I would have used a homebrew spell to make the guy just scream into his thing instead instead of sending a message. <laughs> but um that'll be used next time. <laughs>
1: And also, uh, Tack had a had a fun solo adventure side quest where she delved into the seedy sewers underneath Belgard, and uh, it seemed like you did it solo. Uh, next time, are you considering bringing any anybody else along? Or are you, uh, or is this a is this like a Are we to assume this is a secret mission that only Tack is undertaking as a, as a as a journey of growth?
0: Well, it wasn't a secret mission. Um, I know Kyle's gonna get really pissed off now that he's hurt when he hears this part. But um, uh, yeah, it was actually offered to the two people. Well, the one person I hadn't. I, I it didn't click. With the other guy, but with but Sa- Salvador was one of two people that had actually re-gifted something back to Tack. So she was like, "Hey, you want to come with me?" Um, and then later, I realized, like, wait, no, no, Sandro's also one, but we couldn't communicate with each other to like have an actual like moment when he actually ah. gifted something to Tack. Um, so 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 now it stands that the only three people I would ask is Sandro, Salvador, and Denim. To oh, come with yep. <laughs> All
2: right. What did Sandro give him?
0: Uh, yeah. oh, hello, hello.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's still it's still showing me He's muted. Um,
1: she- out of character, I really want a gift tag because I know the mechanic that this works by. In character, Frayne has not found anything worthy of tags.
2: Uh, uh, um, you're not worth his friendship yet.
1: What? No, Jesus
0: Christ. That's, that's <laughs> well, terrible. You did, I didn't say that. You did return the gift I did give you. And we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll play that out when, when the time comes. But to answer Ashley's question, um, the mask. Uh, Sandro gave Tack right. a mask. And it didn't click at first because it wasn't like, here you go, this is a gift to you. This was like, hey, this is useful, use it. And we didn't share a language to like do anything about it. And I actually didn't even realize, like, oh, crap, I should have roleplayed this out somehow. It was later. I went sandro gave me a gift. Damn it! I need to consider him part of the tribe for me. So like he's like somewhat I'm loyal to now, in a way. Are you um, a magic initiate. Whenever you uh, gets level four. Oh gosh, I have no idea what which one I'm taking. I don't know if I take magic initiate so I can get prestidigitation. Oh, I
1: said it. Oh my gosh, I said it. digitation Yes.
0: Yeah, very well. Oh my gosh, I finally said a word. um that or you know linguist or skilled i'm i'm very juggling about what i want to do and when we hit level four i still won't know <sighs> all right but brain's
1: looking for opportunities to uh, to give you things
0: ma- ma- magic uh, initiate might be the best option honestly so um yeah is that everything we got from everybody Oh, that's all my questions. Cool. Ashley, anything else you want to say, or you good?
2: Um, well, I know I've been on here before and was asked about the animosity between Denim and the other Fae. Greg, how do you see that? Um...
1: Uh, foreign it, for it isn't violent, but uh, there's going to be times in the future that if it's not reconciled, that, um... Uh, See, the funny thing is, this foreign is really friendly to everybody, but y'all y- are, uh, the, 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 the right word is actually, uh, respectful to everybody, right? I'm not friends with, uh, anybody probably but Tack, Sandro, and Hephaestia. Uh, I, 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 I assume we will be friends with Denim later, but I, Denim is, um, probably going to become, uh, Collateral damage. Whenever uh, big spells get fired off in the future, if uh, if 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 harsh feelings don't get
0: reconciled. Terrifying. No. (laughs) Just oh no don't know no, I didn't realize it ran that I, I don't know how deep this goes sometimes it's like deep and then other times it's just like no we're good we're good we're cool we're cool friends very quiet you't can't, you
1: can't, yeah. he's not he's not gonna speak ill of people uh, one of the uh, one of the the fearable code laws is uh, the blood of the runt is the blood of the king so everybody should be troy- treated with a, an amount of respect and if they are treated with respect and they respond with some sort of animosity or um, constant offense, uh, they are still a king. They're just an enemy king, right? So, um, no, no strict violence has been done against rain So he's not going to go out of his way to hurt anybody. But uh, if there's a time when he has to go out of his way to save somebody, or uh, you know, the choice is uh, save somebody more loyal uh, while at the same time hurting somebody that is not loyal or friendly. He's probably going to pick the easier option.
2: All because Denim doesn't worship his queen.
1: Oh, not worship. That is uh, uh, not the right word. Uh, and she she insults uh, a deity that is sacred to his people.
0: And we'll, we'll wrap that up in-game. <laughs> so, We'll stop there. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I think our, our next game is uh, March 8th, Sunday. Please join us um, so we can finally maybe get something done in Belgard. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll just have another session just like the last one. We'll find out. And thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.